Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gotten together to play a little D&D. Sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, Let's jump right into the action. Okie dokie. Welcome back, everybody. So we had a week off. Everybody to collect themselves, plan out how exactly you plan on murdering this very, very evil nobleman and his beautiful artwork room. Mm. But let's begin with a couple of things not related to him. Uh, first off, inspiration. Lazarus and Nim, I have you with inspirations. Dis and Kenna, you've both used your inspiration. What do you remember about last episode? Is there anything that either of you did that is particularly inspiring? What did I use my inspiration on? I still have my mark. Yeah. Unless you used it on a roll that didn't work or something. You did, because I recommended you use it on one roll, and you were like, nope, yeah, not I was the right like, time. I'm save and this then, like, later. ten minutes later, you used it. And then failed it. I yeah. think you rolled, like, a two, you and then got, like, a three yeah. for your inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> a one and then a three. Is that the second time was the right time to use it? That's right. Yeah. That's what's important. Um, I don't really remember this. Um, Dis decided to go back to Wallace's, uh, even though it was a bad idea because it seemed like the party needed him to go back. Mm. Kenneth went back to Wallace's with Lazarus initially. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And took the fall for your guys' shenanigans. <laughs> All right, I think that uh, we'll, we'll call that we'll call that successful as far as inspiration goes. So everybody has an inspiration today, which is fantastic. <laughs> I wouldn't want anybody to believe they didn't have everything they needed to survive. <laughs> that would be unfortunate, because then you might blame me. Well, so when we left off. If I remember correctly, because it's been a little while, even though we did just listen to it. Um, Lazarus and Kenna, you guys are in Wallace's mansion, just hanging out. The plan, I believe, is that you're going to kind of sit tight for today. And Nim and uh, Dis are going to arrive tomorrow morning. After kind of laying low. Now, I believe, Nim, you were laying low at the laundromat today. And Dis, I'm not sure if we decided where you were laying low. Um, yeah, no, not really. I think... (laughs) Where does a man like a drow elf go to lay low? The shadows. Um, why was I not just hanging out back at the shacks, or back at... Bull's place? Because someone's watching Mary. That's right, we already had somebody doing that. Alright, I'll go hang out. Uh, I'll just guess I'll go to the market room. Okay. And I'll just head out to the areas I know are kind of far away from Wallace's general influence on the area like that, but places I've been through before that just have some restaurants, bars, and stuff like that. Just, okay. Just try to... around that area. Try to lay low in a sea of people. Yeah, as basically. It, as it were. Alright. I'll look for like places with um, areas that have thieves can thieves can for this is a generally safe place. Okay. So the day is generally uneventful in in, in that case. It's uh even those of you that are staying at Wallace's mansion, it, it's pretty non-eventful. You do notice a couple of things that we've been talking about already, just the places a little bit higher security. Everybody seems a little more serious down to business. They, nobody's as talkative, that kind of stuff. Uh Nim, you're hanging out at uh your laundry and just kind of laying low there, and that's working out fine, or seems to be. You do notice, uh, rather interestingly, not long after making your deal to start doing some money laundering through, well, your laundry, um, and learning that Alex was kind of already in on this whole thing, um, you've noticed that even just this first day, traffic seems a little higher. 
you know, you'd have like one guy come in every, you know, say like 20 minutes to a half an hour. And it was a regular business flow. But now it's really more like there's two or three people waiting in line fairly frequently. And, you know, just business has picked up a little nicely. No indication yet as to how much of that is you guys and how much of that is the money laundering going on. But you get a cut of that anyway, so, you know. Yep. All nice. good. Uh, as for you, Dis, uh, you're hanging out in kind of the not quite seedier areas, but just trying to stay a little under the radar. And, and honestly, it's it's a thing you're very familiar with doing, especially having been a messenger before. Blending into a crowd is not hard. So you just kind of slip away into the crowd. Now, I will say, in order to kind of keep the people that you're talking uh, two in terms of, like, the servers and the, the innkeeper and that kind of stuff, you do end up spending five gold. Just just to kind of tip a little well and just make sure that, you know, nobody's going to feel any particular reason to mention a drow elf staying in the room at the end of the hallway with only one door and, you know, stuff like that. But overall, things are fairly uneventful for the day. Heading into the long rest, the plan, I believe, was to basically come first thing in the morning. So this long rest will be fairly important. So is there anything people are changing, adapting, anything you want to discuss? I know you're all separated, but anything you want to kind of catch back up on as a group of players about what the plan was for attacking Wallace? We had a plan. You know? We didn't have a plan. Well, see, I, I like to give you the benefit of the doubt that a plan existed. I mean, I've been making a plan, so I don't see why you would make a plan. <laughs> oh, yes. I thought our general intention before was that um, we were trying to get back into the good graces to finish yeah. out the week. Yeah. So we weren't really planning on attacking him. We are just trying to bullshit our way back into his service. Correct. That's true. There was some back and forth on that. Because I know killing him came up a couple of times, but there's also kind of the trying to appease the raspily voiced individual who I think wanted we were to, trying to keep track of him. Yeah, I think we were just trying to get in his good graces. I don't remember trying to or kill him. Or attempt to get in his good graces. See if it was possible. I think Jesse just wants us to kill him. I think he does too. No, no, you really did mention it. No, no. I don't remember us mentioning it. I remember we were... somebody being like, we just have to kill the guy. <laughs> Out of character. It was in chess. <laughs> we, we, we aren't, we're peaceful people. I did change some spells <laughs> out. <laughs> What then by all means go ahead. I'll just tell you what I have because I don't remember what I took off. So I have my usual curing things. Uh <laughs> descriptive. Cure wounds, healing word, lesser resto. Uh ice knife, moonbeam, fine traps, dirt vision, doesn't matter for you guys. Pass without trace, heat metal, conjure animals, dispel magic, protection from energy, and blight. All right. Anything anybody else wants to talk about during the long rest? Because um, I, I don't know. I, th I think it was like we were gearing up, like, if we had to kill him. Yeah. I think that was more the discussion was like, if we have to kill him, we better all be there. Yeah. But let's try to not have to kill him, I believe, was the general intention. Or like... So we need a disc safe word because disc is going to be the one in the most danger here. Didn't we set one up? We did, but I the way I used it, so I don't know if we need a new one now. <laughs> yeah, do you need a new safe word? Yes, yeah. it was pumpernickel. Yeah, it was pumpernickel. Do you uh, like? I did switch out some pumpernickel. <laughs> I did switch out some spells. Okay, go ahead, Cody. So the things I have on now, specifically for this, just in case, are Hunter's Mark, uh, and I'm putting back on Command in exchange for Detect Magic. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, sorry. Return to the talk of your BDSM safe words. So instead of pumpernickel, what are we using this time? Sauerkraut. Pineapple. Sauerkraut. Pineapple. <laughs> Sauerkraut. <laughs> I mean, I do. It's delicious. So when we hear that, we run in an attack? Is that <laughs> Yeah, then it's fucking go time. It means the arena of combat has started. And then you back up. Alright, so if this ship does You're go down... You're being a real sauerkraut today! I was waiting for him to try to be, like, in voice. What do you sauerkraut? Alright, so, like, if shit does go down and we are fighting, like, are we taking positions? Where do you want Lazarus? Where do we want this? Where do we want Nim? Do you want Lazarus outside the door holding back guards? 
No, these are all you know, fantastic to... questions. Yes. Our general impression is that we're not going to start combat yes. at this point. So. Yes, I, I do even... remember that being the deal. But but just... Maybe we even strategically like are in the room, though. Like, I mean, generally you and Lazarus are out in front. You guys could, like, you could just bring me in and just be like, "We have, all right, he's here. And then Step you just watch back. me talk to him. Yeah, I mean, we could just walk in there as four. But it's both like, of them. He wants to talk to both of them. No, he wants to draw for now, for the most part. Because my dad. But do we bring him in with us then? Because I don't well, think we want... I think Dis wants him in there with yeah. him for and credibility. Yeah, my other explanation of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then... You uh, see, we got attacked. <laughs> we were in the there street, was this darkness. We, <laughs> we were trying to... There was drow everywhere. Okay, so... Maybe don't mention that part. Like... Like, if we're in the room, do we strategically, like, do you want to stand in line with this, with Nim a little further back and me a little further back from that? Or we just say do that, you want um, Lazarus outside entirely, manning the door so guards can't come in? Or? Well, Lazarus should stand by the door on the inside, and then you block the door. Wait, something. important question to the DM. Do the doors swing in or out? This is very important, <laughs> actually. Uh, inward. Towards in the room? room. Okay. Yeah, so it's okay. easier for him to block it from the inside, then. Is yeah. it how? What are the handles like? Is it like a knob or is it like a handle? They're they're big big doors like big double yeah. doors, so they have more like just the big handles Perfect. that you push in or Shove push a out. Sword in it. Yep. <laughs> I'll put my bat in there. <laughs> <laughs> we just walk in, put it there. So and he's just like, ah, you know me. what? Thunk. <laughs> me and you need to have a little chat. <laughs> now, don't forget, he does have three huge windows with double French doors behind him. Yep. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. I mean, not like he's going to be locked in there with you. <laughs> no, no but, but he can't really move. No, but we might want No, to. well, you've never seen him move anyway. Sure, he just gets carried. That's right. I wouldn't mind. You should just be like, yeah, hold on, I'll windows. carry you. And we just use some magic to lift him and just out the window. And then, oh, we dropped have, him. I don't have magic to lift him. Pretty much every magic <laughs> lifting spell I've ever seen is limited to like five pounds unless it's full on fly. We would just like. <laughs> He's made a pure or three, levitate. Thirty people. Tensor's floating disc to get him to all in one floating disc. Maybe, floating floating discs, maybe <laughs> one or each cheek. Ah, uh, two floating discs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can fly. Tensors was 800 pounds. If this man is more than 800 pounds, Lori. He's got to be pushing potential. five, right? Oh, at least. Yeah. At least. <laughs> we'll, we'll just put it this way. You know he's laying on one of those really fancy Greek-style lounge chairs, but you don't see the chair. <laughs> just the legs? Just the little stubbly legs. I just think of that, uh, that tunnel. That tunnel in American Dad when, yes. going to, when he's all there and he can't move. I don't know if he's as big as Tuttle is in that episode, because Tuttle was pretty big in that episode. He took up like the entire bedroom. But nevertheless, okay. you're in the ballpark. So, door swing in, which can work in our favor. So, someone stand by the doors. I mean, you're going to be at the front. There's no yeah. getting around that. No. I have a question, then. So, Lazarus and Kenna, you... Well, Lazarus, you've been in his house now for... What is that, two days? Mm-hmm. Two days and two nights. And Kenna, you've been in there for now one day and one night. Mm-hmm. What are you guys eating? Goodberries? Sauerkraut. <laughs> Nobody told me anything about goodberries. I don't have goodberries <laughs> on. Uh, what are we eating? Mm-hmm. That's a. Don't get me wrong. Making, you're making me food, extremely concerned. All food of a sudden. is freely offered to everybody in service, guards and otherwise. So food is readily available. I'm just curious if you guys have been using it or not. If, have, if not, I have to know if you guys have been going out and getting food from inns, in which case you have to pay for it. I have like rations in my bag. You're sitting inside a mansion with a full <laughs> table of food, and you ate your rations out of your backpack? <laughs> I trust no one. A better question is, when you were there for several weeks, what were you eating? The food. Okay. We would have been eating the food, for sure. But these last two days... I don't know. Has Lazarus been eating much at all? <laughs> it's probably... The usual amount. Yeah, big ass well, no, I mean, yeah. just you the brunch shit. Mm. Well, don't worry. The, the food's not held in that room. <laughs> no, but more like Lazarus probably isn't even hungry. I mean, 
with the number of corpses in this mansion, there's probably a lot of flies. Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot for Lazarus to snack on. I'm going to have been doing that to all And he's snacking on that, whereas, like, Ken is like, that's disgusting. (laughs) So she eats her rations. Or she she would probably actually go out and buy food, because I'm sure. Uh, I like how Jesse can just ask one question about food. Frick, it sends us into a spiral. We're like, are we eating people? The best part is there's nothing wrong with the food. You're just asking what you were eating. <laughs> yeah, that's our boss in the food. Well, because, like, what's our stance? Have we just been standing at this stupid door? What have we been doing? Lazarus has been outside the door. I don't You've know. You've been outside you... the door. Yeah, that's a good question. What's Kenny been doing? It's a good question. There's no more girls to heal. There's no more girls to heal. I mean, there were still guards and that sort of stuff. I mean, Ken is a very perceptive per- person, so I'm sure she's like. Just kind of taking note of where people are, when, and such. Okay. Sounds good. Checking out the the ins and the outs of the house. Morning over kid a little bit still, I assume. Yeah. Freaking no one... Has anyone replied to my have you seen posters? Uh, not so far. Bitches. Not so far. <laughs> um... Kit's the ringleader at the center of the sun. Oh my gosh. It's Tanner Conspiracy. Don't even. Don't even conspiracy, my ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the kid conspiracy. Are the guards eating the food? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it's part of the perk of work in there. Who's making the food now that all the servants are essentially on the I, wall? Only the servants that were viewed as being in some way fishy appear to have been killed. The... With his appetite, the cooks were never in any real danger. Oh, so I kind of made friends with the cooks. Yes, you did. Which is why I'm a little upset you're not eating their food. No, no. So, so, so here's <laughs> the thing. Because I thought they were gone. No. I thought the guards were, like, now making the food or something like that, which doesn't sound as appeasing. No, no, no. So at she all. would also probably be spending time in the kitchen helping out still, just pretending like nothing ever happened. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Um, for the two of you that are in the house overnight, roll a perception roll. Just of the general activities you've seen. We'll see if you've picked up on any oddities. Twenty-three. Okay. Twenty-seven. Okay. So, morning cracks. You wake up. And you're talking amongst yourselves about some things that you've seen and you know that Dis and Nim are supposed to be showing up in the next hour or two. It won't be long. And just just a couple of things. Uh, uh, Lazarus, you've noticed that there's, there's some oddities going on with the guard rotations and stuff like that that you've noticed. Everybody seems to be on really high alert for some reason. I mean, maybe not super strange, because he did just have assassins break into his house not that long ago. But nevertheless, I mean, his security was high before. These days, security is very high. Even interior doors are guarded 24-7 now. Like, there is a very healthy presence. Mm. The other thing that you notice is, while the guards themselves have been seeming a lot more serious and less talkative, um, they've definitely continued that trend. Mm. Where they're just, they just seem very focused, very just down to business. You know, do maybe get, money went up. It's hard to say. Do I get anything else weird? Like, I suppose, like, while I'm through the house, I'll ping out a couple times during okay. a couple days. Um, so, yeah, you're walking around the house, and there's definitely, the more you ping out, the more you're getting this kind of slow feedback that something isn't right. You're getting that, not like a super strong scent of evil, mm. but. It's there's a pervasive stink through the house. Something definitely something's up. Well, I mean, what he did was pretty evil. I mean, yeah. it could easily just be that walking through the house. It's the one downside of the paladin ping is sometimes people are just evil dicks, and you know that's just all there is to it. Uh, as for Kenna, um, you've been kind of uh, helping out with the cooking and stuff like that, or you would be helping out with the cooking, but at this point, uh, Wallace appears to have become so paranoid 
that he's going to be killed or somebody's after him, that all presence in the kitchen has been barred. Um, except for the cooks themselves and the people coming in and out to move the food around. Anybody he doesn't trust isn't allowed in the kitchen, and uh, you're definitely not on his trust list. You're, you know, you're known associates of some people he definitely wants to talk to, so they they straight up are not allowed to have you in the kitchen. The the cooks themselves seem apologetic. I mean, they were very familiar with you, but they just they just can't have it. Have you noticed anything else as I was walking around watching the rest of the house? Uh, outside of the stuff that Lazarus has already noticed, the heightened security and stuff, not really. Okay. It's just, just definitely the whole place seems on edge. You have noticed a couple of people seem, uh, what's the word, not exhausted, like they're not that far along, but just everybody seems to be pulling double shifts. Uh, there's, there, you know... So overworked? Yeah, a little bit overworked, a little, maybe a little overstressed, that kind of stuff. So just the whole place seems just a, a bit touchy. So this is the morning of, so should I roll my portent then? Yes, please. And then we'll uh, we'll figure out where yeah. Nim and Dis meet oh, up, just like, and, on, and you on. guys can talk about how you're approaching the building. Mm. Excuse me. That's not bad. It's like a guaranteed hit. It's an 18. Nice. That's pretty solid. No. At least it's not average. I don't <laughs> see that. be a solid 11. Oh, and a 13. So. Mm-hmm. I'm so close. <laughs> I mean, Slightly literally moderate. average. It's within two. <laughs> okay. All right, so Nim and Dis. I mean, Nim, obviously, you spent the night at the laundromat, and Dis, you kind of stayed out a little bit more in a general, just sort of everywhere sort of environment. So how are you guys meeting up, and how are you kind of approaching the house? Like, what's your what's your approach looking like? I uh, assume you meet up beforehand. Yeah, I con- or we contact each other, I assume, through the rings, and then just yeah. meet, um, like, maybe an hour outside of Wallace's, something like that. Yeah. Wherever Dis assumes, like, the most secure location is outside of it that we're probably not going to get spotted based okay. on like the night's travels. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So you kind of you pick a spot, you set out the whole, I'll meet you at this building in 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, um, so are you, so you guys obviously meet up. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a moment, I guess, to kind of discuss how you, you know, what the plan is really. Alright. So we're going to go in there. And our excuse is going to be, we were attacked. Well, I mean, that is what we showed it. <laughs> we're going to be like, so we're going to be like, we got there, we went to check the place out, and then we went inside, we met the, what was his name? It's probably one of the things we should remember. <laughs> Master Discomfort. Master Discomfort, we met Master Discomfort, and then there was an attack, and we tried to save Master Discomfort. But we couldn't. And then what we did was we, instead of going back to Wallace, we tried to find the attackers. We chased them down for days and days. That's right. And we're going to come back with info and that they're set up in, I don't know, i got to make up a place for this. The sewers. <laughs> this building right here. This is a random building. <laughs> See, we don't, we haven't figured out where they came from yet because they finally gave us the slip. But it was in a general area, I guess. Maybe, but I don't know what area to say. What I say is um, an area I found, or I've seen so far, that had a lot of activity, like thieving activity, like, or suspicious activity, not necessarily thieving, but like, people didn't really know what was, not necessarily people didn't know what was going on, but like, like the shady spot, like the seedy spot in the, the market. There's a couple in the marketplace that are a little bit shadier. Yeah, kind of like seedy ones that aren't related to Wallace's shady that would be tough to guess. You don't know his full reach, so it's hard to Shit. say if a shady area is within go his reach or not. I guess maybe that we just haven't found him yet. We were... We'll say they were, like, magical and they were using invisibility spells, so we tracked their footprints as well as we could, but then they were using, like, pass without trace at a certain point, so we... I'll just be like, there was some magic at foot, and they, I couldn't see them, but I don't know much about magic. And then you can fill in any details if he asks anymore. Sure. I like it. It's gonna buy this. It's a real missed opportunity not to say there was magic afoot, and then I couldn't see their foot. 
Like, don't worry, this is foolproof. We got this. <laughs> this is foolproof. I'm gonna one of these days. Then, I'm gonna get a shirt printed that just says, <laughs> "This is foolproof." And then if if it goes bad, and he's like, "I don't believe you guys," despite your hundred percent foolproof story, then I'm gonna go. But have you tried the sauerkraut? We're gonna attack. <laughs> <laughs> but have you tried the sauerkraut? That's a smooth lead in. I mean, we've already said it works, so all of us are gonna be in the room anyways, so I don't even know if it's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanna do it. <laughs> you don't trust them to understand if things are going bad? They're like, no, no, I mean, he threw a chair at him and he told the guards to kill him, but nobody mentioned anything about sauerkraut yet, so I think this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. Let's let him do what he's doing. <laughs> he's got this. It's, let's see where he's going with this. He clearly has a plan. <laughs> He's just like screaming for help. Goes days. I'm like a fucking execution there. Let's have a crap. <laughs> no, I, I forgot the same part. <laughs> I know, was You're just I like, God. You're like, wow, he's super committed to this. I wonder what he's going to He's going to get a way out of this. It's crazy. <laughs> he must be lining him up for like getting charged for attempting Holy crap, they decapitated him. That must be magic or something. Who knew he knew how to do that? Do you think... You think he might be a blacksmith? <laughs> Wrong guy. Full circle. <laughs> okay, so with that in mind, what's your guys' approach to the building looking like? I mean, you know, you're trying to pitch that you haven't done nothing wrong, so I guess you just stride up normally. Yeah, I would think we're just trying to be super casual. Super, so, yeah. super casual. I'll have to post a video one day of what super casual is. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to make a video. We can just link to the existing one. Super casual. I'm going to just mod it. I'm just going to Photoshop that GIF to just put a picture of like the faces we've got from <laughs> Jesse's aunt. God. Super <laughs> casual. Okay, so yeah, you're approaching the gate super casually. Now... As you approach the gate, there are four guards at the gate. Do I recognize any of them? No. Uh, do I remember the name of the guard who would have been, um, like, the, the centralized source of information for them before? Like, the guy we'd normally talk to when coming back? Uh, do a history check. With Captain, I guess? Captain or captain? Alright, alright. Uh, that would be a 20. Okay. You remember that his name was Smith. Smith. Now you may think that's an unimaginative name, but I randomed it, so that's what his name is. Do I remember his position? Uh... I don't know if he ever would have really said it. It really wasn't... Ne- They're guards, not a proper military, so... But yeah. I'll um, super casually continue to walk up with him. And then okay. as soon as we get up to the guards, like, so where's Smith? Just want to let him know we're back. One of the guards takes a step forward, kind of gives you an appraisal, you and Nim, and just kind of, oh, yeah. We heard uh, the boss was expecting you. You can, uh, you can probably just go right in. You know, just drop your rings at the gate like usual, and, uh, Hop on inside. Of course. Head over to the um, the shack with the rings. Yeah. Pop them in there. Pop open the... Because it's inside, right? Inside yeah, the- there's always the one guy there registering everything. And Okay, so while the two of them are having their rings removed and, you know, all that good stuff, um, we'll take a brief moment to swap back to Lazarus and Kenneth. Have you guys been spending most of the time together or have you been kind of wandering around... Uh, all by your lonesomes. How how are you doing that? It's also pretty early in the morning, although not quite breakfast time. It's more like like ten. So it's probably brunch. Probably at the door. Okay, you're you're watching He's Wallace's at the door. door. I would be going in between, standing at the door and looking around. Probably. Especially if we're expecting them something in the morning. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so Kenna, you are up on the second floor. Kind of keeping an eye on things. You're trying to keep like a casual eye out to the windows to keep an eye on the front gate. And it's through this that you see Nim and Dis approach and, and come inside and, you know, kind of start the check-in process. You're impressed by um, the casual gear. Yeah. yeah. Are you impressed with how super <laughs> casual they look? How oh, super no, they casual do they oh, actually look? We'll have to find out. I'm going to need... 
We don't have a casual role. Dexterity. So I'm going to go... No, no, no. It's definitely performance. Yeah, They're trying to project a casualness. So performance would, would be appropriate, I think. Oh, oh, this is when you would lose... <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> just the ward. We're trying to be super casual. They're just walking in. Ah, nice. Do I have a... Wait, is this performance? Yeah. Do I have a base performance? I actually know. No, it's so, so weird. That means, like, somebody who's, like... Super proficient at stage performances can still fuck up. Yeah, it's more just true. what you're projecting. Either people aren't buying, up. or something, something about you, like you're just not hiding it very well, or even just something as simple as like you were trying to be super casual, but you tripped hmm. and you ended up looking ridiculous. You know, stuff. Like I'm a that. seven. My 18 years of experience down the drain. <laughs> 15. Okay, so Nim's like pretty casual. Like he's he's approaching. Super casual. Dis, on the other hand, and I don't want to, you know, give people the mistake that Dis is afraid. No, no, no. Dis has this, like, he's trying to be super casual, but his face is like, you tried to kill Mary, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> so, like, his arms are super casual, but his face but is just, all business. Just got furry, furry yeah, yeah exactly. Down. He's, like, super casual, but then his brow is just, like, <laughs> I didn't notice all the people everywhere. I'm just like, oh shit! <laughs> be like, man, this guy must be in trouble. Look how mad he looks. But yeah, so that's what you experience out the window, uh, Kenna. So it, it's a, it's a mixed bag of how super casual they're being. I would watch them come into the house, but then go tell Lazarus that they haven't made it inside yet. They're just getting checked in with the rings. And at that moment, one of the younger um, helpers that's still around runs up to you and kind of tugs on your sleeve a little bit. Yeah. And just when you look over at him, he's just kind of, ah, uh, Miss Kenna, um, you, you have a healing magic, right? Yeah. Um, my dad and, like, three of his friends haven't been feeling very good this morning, and they're kind of like, I don't know, man, it looks really bad. Could you, like, come take a look at them? They're, like, they're, like, screaming and stuff. I that shit. Do it. Um, I'd be like, all right, just hold on a second, I just need to tell Lazarus where I'm going. All right. And then, where your, where's your dad and your Friends. They're in their bunk down in the basement. In the dungeon. I yeah. <laughs> From my expertise and knowledge, how long does it take to get checked in and get to like? Uh, it used to be pretty fast. He's a little more cautious now. So there's the whole taking off the rings. He's even instituted like a pat down. He isn't taking anybody's weapons, but he does seem to inventory what they have. The guards, it's at least like 20 minutes. Okay, cool. So I'll go tell Lazarus uh, quietly that uh, they've arrived, but I need to go check on something and I'll be back as soon as possible and I'll be in the dungeons. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. So Lazarus, obviously, she says all that to you. Mm -hmm. um, I tell him what I'm doing too. Yeah. So. Meanwhile, the young boy is just kind of like standing there nervously, like, you know, yeah. it's really worried. I'll warn Kenna of any ploys with the timing. I mean, you can just tell her that. Yeah, I'm just saying. We're just over it. <laughs> no, no, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, um, so yeah, he's like, okay, can we go now? Yeah, we can go. Okay, and he you know, runs down into the basement, uh, and sure enough, down near the end of one of the hallways down there, there's those those cells that have been kind of broken up and turned into, like, military-style barracks bunk rooms. Mm -hmm. Um there's a room with four men, one in each bunk, so it's two bunk beds, one on each side. Um, and yeah, they they genuinely seem to be in quite a bit of pain. Um, several of them are uh, grabbing their heads, some of them are grabbing like their stomach, one guy's grabbing his leg, um, and they're just they're just screaming like pure agony. Uh, can I do a medicine check? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can, I uh, just, be, out of curiosity, so you've got bottom left, top left, top right, bottom left, right, which one do you want are to check Are the cell out? doors, like, off to a side, or are they, like, right in the they, middle? They've taken the doors off. Yeah. So it's just an opening now that just leaves. Yeah, but, like, is it off to a M More or less the middle. More or less the middle. Go to the left, because that's where my intuition went. 
Okay, left bottom, left. bottom I assume, because yeah. it's easier, easier to... to get. Okay. Um, so yeah, give them a medicine check. Uh, 15. Okay. So you walk up, um, and this guy, he's still in his, like, bed clothes. Not quite pajamas, but, you know, something similar. Um, and as you kind of approach, um, I guess, like, how are you trying to... What's your bedside manner like? Oh, it would be very much like, Hi, my name is Kenna. I heard you were in pain. I'm a healer. I'm just here to check you out and see if there's anything I can do for you. Okay. Roll a dexterity save. <laughs> oh, boy. 13. Okay. So as you kind of approach and you're trying to do this very nice introduction, the man just sits up and grabs you around like the, the you know, right around the neck, but on the clothes. And he's just, get it the hell out of me! Get what out of you? Um, as you ask that, he kind of just, you know, he's, he just doesn't have any more energy and he just kind of collapses back onto the bed. Um, but you notice underneath that clothing, there are huge, like, blood spots, like these big blood welts in his clothing. Um, at least three on his chest and looks like maybe one or two around his legs. All right. So then being super cautious in case, like, something, like, bursts, I, I do the medicine check. Okay, um, and you rolled the 15, so you're not really sure what's wrong, and, you know, initially you kind of start delicately trying to, and it's tough, because he's thrashing around like crazy, um, but he's got, uh, the best way you can describe it is is kind of like a necrosis-style wound, like the flesh is turned kind of black, and it's like ripping open, so there's just these huge sores uh, all over his body. And from what I see, does it look like it's an internal coming outwards? Or does it look like it was something that was externally working inwards? Um, it's hard to say. It really just looks like the skin is kind of like being, uh, what would you call like rotted away. Um, it doesn't really seem to be necessarily in or out. It's just very much kind of like a giant bed sore or really, you know, something along those lines. <laughs> They're just lying. <laughs> then just lie. You're healed. <laughs> just just well, you don't feel better. You're <laughs> dead. It might be lupus. <laughs> Looks like you're gonna have to use some spell slots. Well, seeing that, I'm pretty sure it's not gonna be a cure wounds or a healing word that's gonna do anything. Obviously, it's something that would be afflicting the person from the inside. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to lesser resto him. Okay. Ice knife operate. <laughs> Did you say ice knife operation? Yeah. Oh, that'd be some deft spell use right there. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm just going to ice knife into your chest to see what's going on here. Don't worry, I'll numb the pain as I go. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So I lesser resto. So, um... The role I'm looking for. I need. You know what? Just a luck roll will be fine. So if you get hit by the chest burster as it comes out. <laughs> ah, alien! <laughs> Eight. Okay. Chest burster's coming. So, <laughs> the luck roll was for order of events. So, you put out your hands and you say whatever you want to say for lesser restoration. I don't know. Go away. <laughs> Just very go away. Uh, all right, you put your hands out and you begin channeling the magic um, to try to resolve this man's condition. Uh, and the order of events for the luck roll is as you begin channeling the spell, you hear the small boy behind you in the doorway crumple to the ground um, as he begins to cry out, Oh, it hurts! And then you channel the spell into the guy. And I need you to roll for combat. Initiative. Initiative. Okay. Initiative, fun. please. You can't take a floor roll. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how good it is. It wasn't. Well, well, there we go. Yeah, I guess that could be good.
Oh, wait, I said there was no door. <laughs> you didn't But it's nice just, to know that that's the door. It's just so easy to draw a door. Okay. I should keep that. Uh, where's your figurine? We'll figure it's out where over. you're standing. Uh, we'll you Please stand by while the battle map is prayer, prepared. Alright, where's Orange Kenna? That's Orange Nim. Cheeto covered? I need to be smaller, smaller guys. I'd be. So, the, the you were right here, right? If this is the. Yeah. The bed, as it were. There's gonna be zombification going on here. Zombification? How droll. Okay. So, while I put these guys here, uh, Kenna, as you channel your cast into the guy, he screams like he's being ripped apart. Like, it's just a horrible blood-curdling scream. And as your lesser restoration channels into him, you watch as these necrotic-looking wounds explode into huge wealth. Like, their growth just explodes as they spread across his entire body, stripping all of the skin that you can see off of him and replacing it with a redder pigment and leather-looking skin as the guy swells and begins to bulge outwards into about double his beginning size um, as all of his clothes rip away and he's replaced with kind of this... uh, How to describe it? Kind of like, think if a person died in a river and they just started to swell up. He looks like this guy right here. Ah, lovely. Ooh. And as he kind of finishes this transformation, you watch his legs thicken out and his arms and toes, the the shoes that he was wearing, just kind of pop out and these big claws hook out from his hands and his feet. And as all of that happens, you begin to hear the other three men in the room scream as well. And that's why we had your roll initiative. So the man on the bed begins to get up and just immediately takes a swipe at you. Cool. So uh, give me a second to prepare up their HP numbers, and then we'll get to it. Uh, in the meantime, if anybody wants to give her any advice, I'll allow it. Panic. GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> what, now I'm allowed to speak? Panic. Only now. Uh, only now because I deem it convenient. <laughs> call, uh, call Lazarus? That's the only thing she can do. Cat Call Lazarus. You don't know uh, she doesn't have rings. Figure get, it out. Get the fuck out. Yell. Yeah. I mean, yell is a good one. Because there's a guy blocking the door to shove the guy at the door. He's not blocking the door. He, it was a kid. Oh, right. It's a kid that collapsed and became a thing. But is he at If he the goes door? undead, oh, he you, you haven't looked that direction yet. And then you keep running. <laughs> I could shapeshift and kick it around like a soccer ball. flies and just like fly away. <laughs> just piece the fuck out. <laughs> um, Actually, there are things that you can shapeshift into that fly that have the flyby. What did you roll for initiative? 23. Okay. That have the flyby what? Uh. Okay, so you cleared them in terms of initiative, um, but just due to the guy's sudden attack, he'll get one attack off as a surprise. Okay. And then you can, and then obviously like, the rest of them wouldn't, so you'll get your turn. So, let me just make sure I have the right thing for this. Oh, and sure enough, I didn't. Sorry, just coming back after a short break and I went and wrote down all the wrong numbers. 
Is this better or worse for me? <laughs> oh, shit. That's a tough question. The fly by what, Mike? Uh, I think Giant Eagle might have. Right? That's what I'm looking at right now. Well, you have Thunder Wave. <laughs> Flybys essentially. I could get out of here. Something. Or just call everyone, too. That's true. That the would alert people to danger, for sure. I don't have flyby. Okay, so uh, as I mentioned, yeah. as the guy kind of finishes his transformation, he takes that one surprise attack at you. Um, so I will roll those. Um, so just give me a moment. One of them is going to be a claw, and then something else will happen, but we'll do the claw first, please. It's just easier to resolve first. Uh, so that is a 15. Doesn't hit. Yeah, which is a miss. And then I need a constitution save from you, please. Oh, Thing I'm Connie. Are these the only guys the local Don't spell? you have... Uh, oh, no, that's only if you're holding constitution. I'm not holding it right now. <laughs> For which? Well, I mean, you might need inspiration. In Later. Moments. Fourteen. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. He reaches up and he swings at you with those new claws and you immediately, like, you were kind of, I mean, not only like a little iffy about what was going on, but also gross. Mm -hmm. So you were a little bit back and and as well you should have been because that allowed you to kind of lean back out of the way and that claw attack just whiffs by you. As he finishes that claw attack, this size that he's inflated to during this transformation, there's suddenly kind of like a, oh, and then he just collapses in on himself back down to his normal shape and through all of those sores this black putrid substance just ejects into the room it instantly drowns out all of your sense of sight you are in complete darkness in the room and worse than that the choking effect of the gas itself it's a lot like think of it as being like so smelly, it's almost like pepper spray. Like, it's it's assaulting your senses. And you find yourself, um, for a brief moment, paralyzed as it just assaults your body and you are incapable of, mo- of moving. Well. Alrighty. <laughs> um, so as a refresher, if you are paralyzed, the paralyzed creature is incapacitated, meaning they cannot move or speak. The creature will automatically fail uh, saves for strength and dexterity. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit. This particular gas, the paralysis effect only lasts one round. Um, So because of that, there's no extra save to get out of it. It only lasts the one round. And with that in mind, it's your turn. I can't do anything. You are incapacitated, so you can't move or speak. Um, yeah. But you can shapeshift, no? Uh, incapacitated means you can't take actions or reactions, but I believe from our last campaign, I think shapeshift was fine. Oh, shapeshift, um, yeah, because I think it's special. Yeah, oh, we'd have to double check. It depends if it still takes an action to, to invoke the form. If I shapeshift, though, does that? am I still... Actually, that's true. You do still have to burn an action to shapeshift, and incapacitated says you can't take actions. Oh, yeah, use your action. Yeah. So it's your turn. I'm not sure what that gets you. A lot of nothing. Because I couldn't even, like, prepare anything for my next turn, because I can't do anything. Correct. There's my turn, I guess. Okay. Uh, So, good news and bad news. 
Uh, the good news is the paralysis only lasts one turn. Your turn just ended, so you're no longer paralyzed. You recover yourself enough to kind of realize, as bad as this stinks, and as much as it's making my eyes water, and I feel like I'm in a gag, and, and you know, it, I got, you know, I got more important things to worry about. So you recover the use of your body. Um, the bad news is, is that you hear all of the beds groan as things drop off of them. And in this now permit, or in this now complete darkness, you feel several hands reaching out for you. Um, and we'll see how that goes. What's your AC now? 17. Okay. So let's do a couple of these. Behave, mobs, Jesus. Okay. So you're kind of sitting there in that darkness and you regain control of your senses. And as you start kind of looking around to see if you can find your way out of here, you feel whooshes of air as several strikes seem to completely whiff by you. Um, not sure if that means they can't see either or if it's just they didn't hit you. Uh, however, you do have, you feel two sets of clawed hands rip into your back. Um, and you take nine points of damage from that. Yeah. And then I need a strength save, please. Oh dear. Use an inspiration. Okay. Can he use his inspiration? Worth it. 20. Okay. So, you hear, you're supposed to help, as something tries to collide into you. However, thanks to hearing them first, you manage to brace yourself just enough that the shove doesn't actually move you or throw you into the wall, but it does bump you back five feet further into the room. Perfect. Like here? Yeah, putting you at the wall, but it didn't slam you into it or knock you prone or anything like that. Um, it's still very dark, though you do feel now there's still circulation in the room, so it seems like the cloud will clear. It just hasn't cleared yet. Uh, and that is the end of their turn. You have full ability to move, you just can't see anything. You're completely blind. See. Okay. Um... First, bonus mm -hmm. action, I'm going to scream for help at the top of my lungs. Okay, that seems fair. Um, hmm. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure, I'm just trying to think of where you are in relation to everything else. <sighs> Down in the dungeon, Lazarus, I don't think you're going to be able to hear her, but there is a chance that other people might hear you. Mm -hmm. And then second... I'm going to shapeshift into a giant bat. Into a giant bat. Because okay. they have echolocation and blind sight. Sounds good to me. And then I'm... <laughs> piece the fuck out. <laughs> I'm going to piece the fuck out. Okay, so you shift into the bat form. I'm going to fly up as high as I can in the room, though, to like... It's like 10 feet? As high as I can, that still gives me an out. Oh, the door doesn't go all the way to the ceiling. Okay. Um, so you would have to be no more than six feet off the ground. So maybe I'll fly up. Fly on the ground, too. I guess I could fly on the ground, too. But then I could take a step off. Either, either way, even if you went all the way up, um, mm -hmm. well, I guess I'll just say, so the creatures that have gone off, now that you have echolocation and blind sense, you can, you have a better view of them. Yeah. Um, all of them have that same shape as the one that I showed you, though they're all still bloated. 
whereas the one that attacked you from the bed has now thinned down due to releasing this cloud. The boy that was at the door, you see a slightly shorter version of these creatures that has moved more towards the middle of the room, giving the door a little bit more of an opening. However, they are considerably taller, so even the ceiling is within their reach. Um, so flying by will still provoke opportunity, unless the bat has something specific for that. No. Even if I fly to 10 feet. Yeah, even if you fly at 10 feet, because the ones, as you go up, the two that are right next to you can... How tall are Try they? Try to swing at you. Uh, they're about the same height as a normal person is, but their arms have grown longer um, due okay. to the swelling of their body size. So once, once you clear the two that you're right beside, you should be okay, but those two will definitely have a shot. Um, another alternative is because of the way that they're laid out in the room, yeah. you could try just flying straight, try to pick up as mo- much momentum as you can, and even if they hit you, try to kind of tumble your way out of the room. I mean, a bat. I'm... Don't know how dexterous I am. I'm fairly dexy. But... I have this mental image of Ken a bat just kind of like fluttering there for a moment, being like, now, nah, what, what to do? do? I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, she could get a gauge on the room before. So... Exactly. Like, you, you didn't know that it was going to be like this until you could actually see what was going on. Yeah. Um, I think. Oh, sorry. I'll move these guys to. When they had, when the first guy attacked me, did he seem to move fast or slow? From what I recall, I'm trying to get a read on how dexy they might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Mm, it was fast because it surprised you, but looking back on it, it, it didn't seem especially quick. Okay. Because I think I'm going to go need for speed. Okay. And just try to get out as fast as I can. Okay, so flying straight out will give all five an opportunity attack. No, I still think I'm going to go, like, I guess the slow part will be going up. Up and then dive bomb down. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, as as long as you don't get hit in the up Up, part. Yeah. If you don't get hit in the up part, you can sail over them to the door. Yes. But if they hit you in the up part, you're just going to go up and then back down. For sure. Okay. Let's try. Then we'll give it a shot. Well, I mean, you still have 22 HP in this form, so yeah. it's not like you just drop form immediately. Okay. Uh, first two, because I have no idea what Giant Bats AC is. Uh, first two is a 6 and a 14. Second hit. Okay. One hit. AC is 13. And a 16 and an 8, so two hits. Which will be 8 damage. Okay. So yeah, you fly up and you're just kind of like, I'm getting the bat out of here. Yeah. You fly straight up as much as you can, and both both of them kind of swing up with both hands, but for each one of them, their first hit kind of misses, and their second one manages to just nick your wings and do a little bit of damage. Yeah. But it's not enough for you to break your form, uh, and now that you're up, you've got... Uh, that would have only taken five feet of your movement, so however much you have left, I have you can try to clear the room. Flying. Okay. Then, yeah, you can absolutely try to clear as much of the room as you want. Zoom. So I'm going to zoom out. Okay. Uh, when you get to the door, left or right? Which way did I come down? You came down, if you're coming out that way, right. And... Because I've been in this dungeon before. Do I? Is yep. there only one in and out? Uh, no. There's exits at both ends of the hallway. Okay. And knowing where I am in the in the place, was I which exit was I closer to? Uh, do a history check. As a bat. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or no, I think no, your, no, mental no, no, keep your mental stats. Yeah, your mental stats are fine. <laughs> Eight. There's a lot going on, okay? You you get up there and like you start flying and you get to the door, you're like left, right, left, and you hear the things behind you start moving towards you, and you're like, uh and you don't remember which way would be faster. If I quickly looked, do I see um, anything? How far does your blind sense let you see in a bat? Sixty. 
60, yeah. Okay. 60 feet in both directions. Just hallway. Pick one. We'll go right. Okay, back the way you came. Yeah. Okay, so you take off down the right. It would have taken you, what, five up and then... Five up, five down, so ten. So you're approximately 30-odd feet down the right okay. as your turn ends. Okay, so Kenna turns into the bat, shoots up, gets nicked, flies across, stalls at the door for a second, and then takes the right path. We'll find out if that was the right call or not after we come back from the break. Uh-huh. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.